0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio
1: Network. The Serious Sound of the J. Rouse Show is coming up next right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. It is best.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.
2: No more, it's none of my business. No more, I'm sure they'll work it out.
3: No more, boys
4: will be boys.
5: No more, I'll say something next time.
4: No more, why didn't she tell anyone?
5: No more, she was flirting with him.
4: No more, she's too smart to let that happen.
2: No more, not my problem.
4: No more, he didn't
6: mean it. No more, why does not she just leave? No more, he said he was sorry.
7: No
2: more, she was drunk. No more, she was asking for it. No more,
8: she seems just fine to me. No more, she should have been more careful. No more. We don't talk about that.
6: No more bystanding.
8: No more ignorance.
3: No more excuses. No more. No more.
5: No more.
4: WWE Superstar Big Show here to tell you if you've been drinking, get a ride. Take a cab. Find another safe way to get home. Cops all across the country are cracking down on drunk driving. They will see you before you see them. Drive sober. Or get pulled over.
2: Online radio at its best. Online radio at its best.
1: Hey, 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 good morning. If you're resident, map it the South. Let's do this. I'm telling you, I am first
9: very honored that you would join me tonight. He has a very limited time spot, so we want to bring in
8: Mr. Alan Sarrell right away.
4: Hey, how are hey, you, Kathleen? You know what? Like- I'm going to
3: make you do what I do, baby. Man, what's crack a lackin baby? What's crack a It's time for the serious side of the J. Rowe Show.
4: Don't try to call me out, princess. You can take your love and true purpose and stick it. She's a bitch.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network. Network.
7: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. President Trump took a victory lap after his Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, won Senate confirmation by the narrowest of margins. Trump headed up another campaign rally last night, this one in Kansas. NPR's Tamara Keith reports he said the confirmation fight over Kavanaugh will help Republicans in November.
8: As President Trump told a hyped-up rally crowd about the confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh, he focused as much on the fight as on the victory, painting Democrats as an angry mob out to destroy Kavanaugh. Each mention of Democrats drew loud boos. And then Trump turned to the midterms, saying the fight has energized Republicans.
0: But each of you will have a chance in just four weeks to render your verdict... On the Democrats' conduct at the ballot box.
8: Earlier on Air Force One, a reporter asked Trump if he had a message for the women who were devastated by Kavanaugh's confirmation after he was accused of sexual assault. Trump said he doesn't think they are. Tamara Keith, NPR News.
7: U.S. Capitol Police say more than 160 people were arrested during protests yesterday. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was met with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Stopping in Seoul and Beijing. To brief officials there. Pompeo held three and a
4: half hours of talks with Kim Jong-un. Kim then hosted Pompeo for a 90-minute lunch at a state guest house. On arrival in Seoul, Pompeo told President Moon Jae-in that his talks with Kim had been productive and that he had made progress. But he offered no further details as to whether he had nailed down a time and place for a second summit between Kim and President Trump or about either side's demands. The U.S. wants North Korea to hand over an inventory of its nuclear weapons programs. North Korea wants sanctions on it lifted. And a peace treaty formally ending the Korean War. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Beijing.
7: Turkish officials say they believe the well-known Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi was killed inside the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. No evidence has been provided, but two Turkish officials are calling the killing premeditated and say Khashoggi's body was removed. The BBC's Mark Lowen reports a journalist is a prominent critic of the Saudi Kingdom's rulers. He's not been seen since Tuesday when he went into the
4: consulate for documents to get married. Jamal Khashoggi has been living in self-imposed exile in the U.S., a prominent critic of Saudi Arabia's clampdown on opponents, and involvement in the war in Yemen. The Washington Post left a blank page for his regular column, saying it would be monstrous and unfathomable if he'd been killed. The Turkey Saudi relationship is already strained over several issues, but if proven, the state sponsored murder on Turkish soil of Jamal Khashoggi would plunge it into an unprecedented crisis.
7: The BBC's Mark Lowen reporting, and this is NPR News. coming up next on the serious side
5: These are live images folks at the doors of the Supreme Court where you can see protesters have gathered they're demanding that their voices be heard as they anticipate who will what who the person who will be a new Supreme Court justice Judge Brett Kavanaugh be sworn in here any moment. A bigger picture, you can see approximately how many people who have gathered there. It looks like there are dozens, and they are chanting, "Kavanaugh's got to go," is what I'm hearing them say. Mr.
0: Booker, Miss Harris,
4: I'm going to release the email about racial profiling. And I understand that, that the penalty comes with potential ousting from the Senate.
8: Now, let's be clear about one thing. There's been a lot of conflation around here about the subject and the need for an investigation into Dr. Ford's allegations. Ours was not a search to determine whether a crime occurred. Ours was not a search to determine whether we had enough facts to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that a crime had occurred. No, ours was an investigation to figure out enough about what happened to determine if Brett Kavanaugh is fit to serve on the highest court in our land.
5: Back to that trial, a guilty verdict. A jury in Chicago has just found Officer Jason Van Dyke guilty of second-degree murder. He was on trial for the death of 17-year-old Laquan McDonald. He shot 16 times back in 2014.
7: Welcome to the Serious Side of the J. Ryle Show, with Miss Kathleen Williams, Mr. Jerome Esprit, Mr. Elias, and the official texter of the show, Mr. Johnny D. Now here is your host, J. Ryle.
1: It's Sunday morning to you folks, today is October 7th, 2017, 2018, oh my god, I wish it was 2015. Welcome into the Serious Side of the J. Ryle Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio. It's best. Of course, I'm Jay. Thank you so much for spending a portion of your Sunday with us. hope we can uh, definitely live up to those expectations. But as always, I never share the stage by myself. Let me introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, the man who gets everything done, the man who gets the first and last
3: word here in the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the to e today. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, sir. And how are you doing this morning? I am doing outstanding. Just another day in the land of Trump. Glad you can be with yeah. us as always.
1: Yeah. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be here, sir. Well, I tell you what, man. The uh, our uh, the most smartest man in the world, Mister Jerome Spree, usually joins us after his commitment with Clear Channel Radio. And Kathleen Williams, of course, is a minister, so Sundays she has a job. But you know, when she get a chance, she'll stop in and say hello. And the resident texter Johnny D has returned back to his form. He's back in the text world. <laughs> giving us that knowledge from, uh, what is it, 260 characters or less, whatever the numbers are. He's there <laughs> doing his thing. Can't wait to hear from him. Once again, the number's 347 1272 A lot to get into this morning. Obviously, we're going to spend some time talking about the uh, confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh. He is now a Supreme Court Justice. Just uh, just a horrible day yesterday watching this stuff play out and watching how the Republicans are really and truly Uh, Just it's 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 unfortunate. Plus, we're going to talk about uh, what's happening in 2020. It looks like we have, for the first time, two people that look like they are going to be contenders on the Democratic side for president. Uh, We saw Cory Booker stumping in Iowa. Uh, The other day And boy I tell you what It looks like it's going to be him Camilla Camilla Harris Uh, I think Joe Biden's going to run So we're going to talk about that obviously we're going to Third step we're going to talk about The conviction of the police officer in Chicago He's convicted of shooting the young uh, The unarmed black man I think he shot him what 16 times Mr still is Yes, sir, 16 of them Yeah, so uh, he was uh, convicted So we'll have that conversation as well but Don't don't forget now, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month Next week, we'll have a special guest in the house Her name is Diamond Brassard She's the owner of uh, Diamond Pieces She's also a breast cancer uh, survivor, so uh, we can't wait until we get her in and hear her story. The so number is three four seven eight five zero one two seven two three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Let's get to the conversation, Mr. Elias. Uh, what we saw play out in front of Congress this week was disgraceful. The way these old ass white men uh, controlled the dialogue, the way they blew off protesters. You know, the bottom line is, is that uh, at the end of the day, they got what they wanted. Greg Kavanaugh is a Supreme Court Justice. Your thoughts?
3: Well, my thoughts are this, man. I I had no doubt he would be. And you know <laughs> the 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 Republicans that flake and I think it's uh I'm I'm drawing a blank on the 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 woman from uh Maine. Uh, just you know, oh we don't we don't we don't need these people in charge. We don't need them. You know, oh you Call know, we, yeah. Collins, yes. Yeah. See, oh, you know, we got we to dig deeper. We got to dig deeper. And once they dug deeper, you know what they said? Let's limit the FBI and, and not even gather all the witnesses that are. You know how I many people came forth to say, hey, I remember him doing this kind of thing, this sexual assault, putting his penis in front of this woman's face, the third victim that he said was a sham? You know how many people came forward? It was something like forty-two people came forward, and the FBI could yeah. not even investigate them. Couldn't say yeah. nothing to them because they're limited, and they feel and the Republican Party feels great about this denomination. How would you feel great about it? How could you feel great about anything of that nature? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, it was a situation, Mr. Elias, where it was disgraceful. You know, I always wonder how people can drink the Kool-Aid, but when I watch people at Trump rallies and things of that nature, the bottom line is, is that I can see how it happens because it's ridiculous what's going on here. And Senator Collins, we've always said this on the show: look, uh, you know, every now and then they may have one of those moments, but they're, they're Republicans, and that's what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. So now that this has happened, what do you think, Mr. Elias? You think that uh, what do you think is going to happen from this point forward? <laughs>
3: Get get ready for they're going to cancel Roe v Wade. They're going to I believe they're going to go out to affirmative action they're to no no end. Um, and I think they're going to they're going to do uh, so all those people who don't believe that uh, voting is a, a is a big deal. Guess what your rights are going to do? They're going to go out to the voters they're going to have the voter voter laws. They're going to voter suppress all the people. they going voter laws are going to be even, even more serious now. I just I don't I don't understand how these people um, how, how they can live with themselves at night because this makes no damn sense at all to me because at some point in time man you got to stand up as a person and understand that these people are blocking your right to vote they're blocking your your anything that you can do to vote they're suppressing it so for somebody to sit here and tell me. That my vote don't count You got to take a look In the mirror at yourself Because if you don't think your vote counts Why are they trying to block you from voting Why are they gerrymandering the districts You know what You know when they start gerrymandering the districts Is when the president, When Barack Obama Became president And they said oh these people have caught on To the fact that if they get out And vote They can make a change well, guess what? After that, they start in the districts, And now they're putting Supreme Court justices in place for 40 years. So if they stay in the Supreme Court as long as some of these people do, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, oh, my God, Kavanaugh will be there to 2050. This is what you just signed up for. For all you people that did not want to get out and vote, this is what you just signed up for. you got to realize that voting is the way to everything. You, you vote in your local election, start in your local election. Then you go from your local election to your, to, to, to your, your state election. Then you go from the state yeah. election to your federal election. You've got to get out and vote, people. you got to.
1: Yeah, I think if this doesn't send a strong message that you have to do this, I don't think nothing will, because the bottom line is is that uh, midterm elections are so important. And the sight of all these old white men standing there, uh, you know, it, 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 what is his name, Orrin Hatch, this old bastard gets in the elevator, and the woman said, hey, you know, look, you know, my story. Here's my story. I was raped. What do you think? Well if you guys if you, whenever you grow up we can have a conversation. Then the then the then the bastard, I'm gonna call it what he is, he's waving to her goodbye with this little smirk on his face. I mean people yep. like this are ridiculous, man. This country has, I am so I, listen, I remember doing the twenty uh the two thousand eight uh, election. elections, people were talking about how I mean how uh, Michelle Obama saying that, oh, she's not proud to be an American. You know what? I'm not proud to be an American today. This country, there's a bunch of stupid people in this country, and for them to sit here and let this guy Donald Trump, which is the ultimate con man, I, this is hey. unbelievable that there are people in this country that support this man. He don't care about y'all. Most of the people at his rallies, his policy is going to hurt them because they have so much hate and their racist big in its hearts that they can't see that this fool is taking them to the slaughter. Yeah. The Robert Mueller investigation can't come fast enough. And what about Lindsey Graham? Shame on
3: that guy. John McCain is probably rolling over his grave right now. Ass kissing Rolling over now. his grave. <laughs> <laughs> To, he he has no shame, Lindsey Graham has no shame whatsoever, and if this is not a call to arms to wake up the women and uh, um I don't know what it is i I don't know uh what would what would wake you up you know to get out and vote because if you're not gonna get out and vote after this, wow, you know they push through a <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean if you think about the Republican Party, uh, the guy in Alabama was you know, he was a pedophile. This guy has been characterized as, as you know, he, he, hey man, look, he attempted to rape a woman and then he and then he forcefully puts his genitals in women's faces. But hey, that's okay. He was then and then one one of the guys that worked there to me, man, that was when he was in high school. I I did a bunch of stuff done when I was in high school. And he said, Yeah, me too. So why couldn't he be forgiven for it? And I and I and I asked the guy, I said, You got a daughter, right? And he said, Yep. I said, If your daughter, if this had happened to your daughter, and this guy was going to be put on the Supreme Court, how would you feel? And he said, Don't bring it there. Don't bring it there. It's not. No, I said, No, that's somebody else's daughter that he did this to. But you, if it's your daughter, you don't care that it, it's happening to somebody else. But if it's your daughter, you don't want to talk about it. Why? I say bring the points at home to to the fact that if it's happening to somebody else, it could happen to you. And and I said I said get ready for it because all you union, you so called union members that voted for all of this crap, guess what they're gonna do? They're gonna pass right to work laws throughout the country, and they're gonna screw us. But you, a you you got what you want. I applaud you. I just I'm just I'm so I'm flustered with people. that I work with that vote that vote this way because they uh, the Republican Party don't give a damn about the unions they never have and they never will. But I digress because this is getting I mean this is a this is a song that we sing every week every week we sing the same song and I, you know I I just hope. That this is the right, because I hope this is the rallying call for all the women in the world to get out and vote. Because with them and their votes, and the way women show up and vote, and if they vote against this this crap that's going on, yeah. I, I think that uh, it'll be a it'll be a turn. I, I you know, but they they keep saying now that the uh, the Republican base has been energized because you know. Of the Kavanaugh, because of all the stuff that Kavanaugh went through, that should tell you yep. people something of what's going on. Because the bottom line is, Kavanaugh, talk about what he went through. What about what he put these women through? What about them? Well, I, we, have you know, to, we have to, you know. Let me have to be careful. We have to say allegedly, because, you know, obviously the, the FBI yeah. wasn't allowed to do their thing. Well, what about the, uh. What about the, 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 the witnesses that have came forward? Why don't why don't we interview them? Why don't we interview the forty some witnesses that came to say hey? And while he was in co- now that was in high school years, in college, yep, he was passed out drunk all the time. Why don't we why don't we just you know why don't we just bring all these witnesses forward? Why are we why are they stalling anything to stop this man's appointment? Why did why did they why did they block all of this stuff? You know why? Because he puts them right where they want to be And Mitch McConnell is a dirty, rotten bastard I can't stand him and if some, You know how you feel about Rush Limbaugh? I feel doubly about Mitch, uh, Mitch Daniels uh, Whatever that clown's name is I feel that way about him Because he blocked the president, uh, uh, president Obama for a year But he rushed this one through And he said one of his proudest moments Was to block President Obama From putting the Supreme Court justice in place That's his proudest moment For you to instruct the president What does that say about this country?
1: Over 400 Over 400 plus days in office and the president yeah. wasn't allowed to pick a Supreme Court justice because of these people that's in charge. It's a shame. It's a sham. I mean, this country, you know, people could talk about the United States of America all they want. You could sit here and say we're the shining city on the hill. You know, this country has got to be one of the most corrupt countries in this land. You got Donald Trump, you know, the tax situation, all the investigations that's going on with his taxes. You know what's going to happen with that? I mean, it's like if you are privileged, you can get away with Breaking the law, you know. Look at the Attorney General. That guy lied on the oath, but he's still the Attorney yep. General. Yep. Brett Kavanaugh. Oh well, you know, I, yep. you know, I don't remember and all this stuff. And it wasn't me. And you know, instead of the went on, I think State of the Union this morning and said, well, I do believe, I do believe something happened to Dr. Ford, but I don't think Brett Kavanaugh was the guy. So you know what? I hope that you know, I'm hearing Susan Rice may run for that spot. And I hope she does. Mm-hmm. And now on.org. And what about Senator? You know, let's talk. Let's not talk about the Republicans. Let's talk about the Democrats. You know, hi, yeah. you know, hi, you know, uh, Cam. Now listen to her. Now she voted no. And, see, to me, I don't know if I want to give her the profile and courage award just yet because I think she voted no because she's so far down in the polls she don't think she's going to come back and win. But I'm going to take her to word. She said at some point in time, you know, you've got to be able to sleep at night. But I also noticed yesterday what she did was she said she withdrew her vote because the senator, since her vote is not going to change the outcome, and since the other senator is out, you know, walking, another Republican senator is out walking his daughter down the aisle, she withdrew her vote. See, that was a political move right there. She can always come back and say, well, you know, I really withdrew my vote. She's in a red state. But let me ask you this: because before we jump on Senator, uh, on, uh, on, uh, what's his name again from West West Virginia,
3: Manchin. Manchin. Before
1: we jump on yeah. this guy, do we look at the greater good, right? Do we say, look, okay? we got to have some of these guys that's going to vote with the Republicans Because, you know, we've got to make sure that we maintain seats Because we can take the majority or we can take the Senate Do we sacrifice, you know, do we have someone take Do you down the hill saying, okay, we want these guys to vote Democrat But we're going to lose the war because we're going to lose those seats Or do we just say, hey, you know what, vote politically Even though morally it may not be right
3: Your thoughts my thoughts are, hey, man, vote for what's the greater good of the country. What's the greater good? This guy's not going to be the yeah, greater but, good of the but, country.
1: But look, at, but look at it this way, Mr. Elias, and, you know, this is something that people, you know, folks in those positions have to wrestle with. If he votes what's in the best interest of the country, he may not win that seat. And so, yeah, that's one decision that they may need. If he does
3: vote for him, he may not win that seat. Oh, he's going to win there's that no seat I mean, Well, he is. There's no guarantee he's going to win that seat there's He's no up no by guarantee. double digits Okay There's no guarantee he's going to win that seat There's no guarantee well, There's if no guarantee like that anybody's going to win how many, anything how many, you, how, how, many, how many points was Hillary Clinton up in the bowl
1: when she lost? No, no. Well, you just you just proved my point. But my point is that yeah, it doesn't really matter. But you have to go with the polling data tells you. The polling data tells you that he's he's yeah. a rock. He was a very he's, he's a former governor, very popular former governor governor. And so you just have to look at it from that standpoint and say, hey, you know what?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bottom line is is that uh, he's in a good position to win uh, to win that seat. Oh. And, uh, so you know, do we say well, we need you here, but keep in mind we may need him down the line. Do we sacrifice one vote for, you know, years of voting
3: with the Democrats? I mean, how do we look at that, Mr. Elliott? I I say vote I vote vote with the best interest of the country. I, I still say that. I do. Hell, yeah, there's no guarantees on winning and, and if he doesn't vote for what's best for the country and he still loses that seat, then what has he done? You put a double whammy on the country. So, bottom line, you gotta you gotta vote what's right, man. You got to. People got to respect what's right. I don't care. I mean, hell, half these people are saying, we don't, we don't care if he committed that crime or not. We just want him in place. How ignorant is that? How ignorant is that? I don't care if he committed a crime. I still want him in place. And that doesn't outrage you. That doesn't make you mad enough to say, hey, look, I care if he committed the crime. And now the rallying call for the Republicans are, hey, look. Let your sons watch out, because this could all happen to them for things that they've done in high school. Hey, you as Republicans should be standing up and say, son, you shouldn't be doing stupid stuff like this in high school, period. Don't give me nothing, don't give me nothing about false accusations, because I have been falsely accused of something here, and I stood up and said, look, let's go to court and fight it. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. Why didn't Brett Kavanaugh stand up and say, you know what? I don't care what happened. I don't care I know I didn't do this do any investigation You want to because an innocent man would have said that instead of saying well I don't know I'll do whatever they want me to do I'll do whatever the city wants me to do how dumb was that you as this innocent man You want to prove your innocence? There's been many a man that, that have sat in jail. I know a uh, it was a boxer I can't remember his name he, they, they said, if you said you did this, will let you out of jail today. He said, I refuse because I didn't do it. I'm innocent. And they proved him innocent. This is what America is coming to right now, where they, the white men are standing up and saying, well, if you don't want your sons to go through this kind of stuff, these are the people you need to put in place. Come on, man. If you're innocent, you're going to prove you're innocent. That's what innocent people do. I believe this is Jerome that has joined us, Jay. Yes, sir. J- Jerome, I'm sorry, man. I'm on my soapbox this morning, but this one, this one got up under my skin, man. Yep, yeah, I understand that. I understand. So, J- Jerome, what do you think about the appointment of Brett Kavanaugh?
6: Well, I, I feel the same way you do. I mean, the, the issue is we we're always fighting an uphill battle with, you know, particularly white folks, and I can't say some black folks in this country, but they can overlook the ills of white folks when they, they can kill their dog, they can do whatever they want to do in, in life, and then say, oh, that was a long time ago. And when it comes to people of color, you know, they'll shoot somebody dead in the street and say, oh, we found weed on him from 10 years ago. And people actually fall for that nonsense. But this guy can't be held for, like, nothing right can't be accountable for you know sexual assault and I, I know Jay you know said that it's allegedly how about allegedly writing in your yearbook about you <laughs> binge drinking um you know and all that other activity with you know disrespecting women cuz he wrote that so if he yep. wrote it and we still can't believe him what alleged do we need when we have like thirty people going on T V saying, Yeah, that's true, that's what the climate was there, that uh, that's the crowd that he hung out with. We still gotta say allege now? He said it.
3: <laughs> yeah, he did say it.
6: Yeah, he so did. we need to deal with that and stop giving people cover. Yeah. Right? People around here talking about OJ got convicted, and they have no evidence of that man even being there. None. It was like, well, he was convicted, so he must have did it. This dude, you have all kind of evidence, and he's not convicted. And you're like, well, we need to presume innocence. And how did he do I mean, we
3: cursing that dude? <laughs> do you, you see how they spun it? They, they, that's how they spin it, Jerome. Yeah, that's exactly that's how they spin it. it. That, that You're yeah. coming let's, after your sons? Oh, really? Uh, that's, that's that's looking at
6: people like Susan Collins. Years. Yeah, looking at people like Susan Collins and anybody who voted for him and who needed cover. Forget to her too. Like the issue is, right. is that we need to start holding people who are, are mixing their um they're mixing their morals and their judgment yeah. with their own public, mm-hmm. with their own personal interests. We need to start holding them accountable. We have to. I mean, that 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 just
1: has to happen. I mean, it's ridiculous what's going on here. Three four seven, eight five zero one two seven two. Let me uh, let me read uh, from uh, Johnny D. He says, look, the human authority in America has spoken. Until we understand and acknowledge, the Caucasian male will not give up their prominence in America without a fight. We will continue to be surprised. Many years, I learned to trust everyone. Many years ago, I learned to trust everyone. that trust extends to a person of interest, trust people to do what's in their interest. The accomplice uh, the accomplice to the, their actions is the Caucasian woman who breeds the children of the aforementioned, trust that the aforementioned to never jeopardize their status and inheritance for others. In addition, other accomplices are Hispanic Asians that convert the acceptance of the after and we'll do what's necessary to receive the residual scraps from the plates of the affluent. Lastly, where there's another accomplice, the black men and women that feel voting is unnecessary and opted to stay home in 2016, in the 2016 elections and make excuses why we as a people can't lift ourselves up by the belt and become what God has bestowed upon us, simply quit blaming the Caucasians for our problems all right three four seven eight five oh one two seven two um here we, we got to go to break i'll let you respond on the other side looks like kathleen's checked in as well and uh you guys we we, we have done a juggling act this morning so we'll tell you about it mr Elias knows about it look we're going to step out real quick we'll let you respond jerome on the other side we'll bring kathleen in but it's time for this week's uh in four minutes or less something that you need to know we'll be right back on the other side
4: Let's take a now of what this moment means for the American political system and society more broadly. For our regular Friday Week in Politics conversation, we are joined by Kimberly Atkins, Chief Washington Reporter and columnist for The Boston Herald. Good to have you back, Kimberly. Hi there. And also Bethany Mandel joins us. She's an editor of Ricochet and columnist for The Forward. Welcome to you.
5: Hey, thanks for having me.
4: This fight has been so divisive and bitter. Bethany, do you think it will leave a lasting mark on Congress?
5: I do. I, I, I found a lot of the conversations um, from Republicans about sort of how this played out with the fact that um, that Feinstein's office had these allegations for as long as they had them and sat on them. There was a lot of anger from folks that you don't normally see anger from, um, particularly Lindsey Graham and Ben Sass who are sort of more moderate level-headed Republicans. And um, And there was a lot of past tense use of, you know, we were friends, we used to work together, Um, And I I think this anger doesn't go away uh, for a while.
4: Kimberly, what do you think? Is the Senate going to be able to move on from this, or has it poisoned some of the relationships that lawmakers really need to get things done?
2: I mean, look, I think the partisanship that was uh, happening, that's present in the Senate, uh, existed long before this confirmation battle. This certainly exacerbated it uh, to a greater extent. We saw the pressure that was placed on the moderates in the Senate, like Senator Collins, like Senator Manchin. um, I I would disagree that... uh Senator Graham is still considered one of the more level-headed members of the Senate right now. He seems to be really, really a a spokesperson, basically, for President Trump at this point, and that's the role he served throughout this confirmation process. But the Senate is a tough place for moderates to be right now, and I think that only uh, grows more so.
4: Looking beyond Congress, this controversy has prompted some women to share stories of abuse from years or decades ago. Um, For example, newscaster Connie Chung told her story of sexual assault in The Washington Post this week.
9: I, too, was sexually
4: assaulted, not 36 years ago, but about 50 years ago. And Molester was our trusted family doctor. We're now one year after the Harvey Weinstein scandal broke and launched the Me Too movement. And so I wonder what it is about this Kavanaugh-Ford debate that is making people speak out now who might not have told their stories after Weinstein or Bill Cosby or any of the others. Kimberly, what do you think? Well,
2: look, talking to women who have called me, emailed me uh, to tell their stories of sexual assault, which is happening with a lot of journalists uh, lately, I think the idea that someone who was accused of this could reach a level of such power despite women coming forward and telling their stories about that, it's really alarming to them. Uh, It's not about, I mean, a lot of these women, we're talking about the anger of women. These women weren't angry they were more gutted uh, that this could happen, that these stories uh, women, even if folks say, like Senator Collins said, that she believes that Dr. Ford suffered something, but that there's no proof that it was him. Well, the idea usually when it's an acquaintance situation that, uh, that memory works that way. I mean, Dr. Ford's a scientist. She explains how memory works in her own context. And that if she couldn't even be believed enough, uh, to stop this, that there is a concern that is, is this really a system that's rigged against
4: women? Bethany, I know you've written with some degree of skepticism about uh, Ford's account against Kavanaugh. What do you think the consequences of this episode will be for society more broadly?
5: So I, I think that it's an important conversation to have about sexual assault, but I think that this is also, an, and Collins spoke to it a great deal in her in her commentary on the floor, there's also. A presumption of innocence and there's an expectation that you can't bring forward these kinds of serious allegations that can dismantle an entire career without any corroboration and unfortunately there wasn't in this case um, in, in the case of Roy Moore when he came up and accusers came forward the there, Alabama Senate breaks yeah yeah there there was there was corroboration that a lot of his accusers had that that made their accounts convincing And I I didn't personally see that in in any of these circumstances. The Trump administration is the most corrupt leadership that this nation has seen in the modern era. But Donald Trump didn't cause this rot. His team is just a very visible example of it. The problem of corruption is enormous, but we can tackle enormous problems. We've done it before, and we can do it again. That's why I'm introducing the Anti-Corruption Act. This is a landmark piece of legislation that would break the stranglehold that the wealthy and the well-connected hold over our government. The rich and the powerful are gonna hate parts of this bill, but we're not here to work for them. Sign up now to support the Anti-Corruption Act and help us make this government work for the people.
0: Mr.
4: I'm going to release the email about racial profiling, and I understand that that, the penalty comes with potential ousting from the Senate.
8: Now let's be clear about one thing. There's been a lot of conflation around here about the subject and the need for an investigation into Dr. Ford's allegations. Ours was not a search to determine whether a crime occurred. Ours was not a search to determine whether we had enough facts to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that a crime had occurred. No, ours was an investigation to figure out enough about what happened to determine if Brett Kavanaugh is fit to serve on the highest court in our land.
1: Welcome back, in three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. It's a serious sound on a beautiful Sunday. Uh, glad you guys are in the house. Of course, all the uh, main characters are here. Mr. Elias is in the house. smartest man in the world, Mr. Charles Spree, is here. And, uh, of course, Miss Kathleen Williams is in the house as well. Good morning, Kathleen. How are you?
9: I'm doing great. Well, she's here. Jay, how are
1: you? How's everybody? I'm doing outstanding. All right. Doing good. All right. doing good. All right. good. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. So three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Johnny D's in the house as well. Our director of social media, Jackie, joins us uh, coming up uh, at the top of the hour. Uh, just finished a very uh, lively conversation about white men rule. All these old white guys making determinations and you know still trying to run this country from afar and from a distance. All right. Uh, before the break, I think Jerome, you, was, you wanted to you wanted to make some comments here before we move on. So the floor is yours, man. So I wanted to ask you, you said something about Susan Rice running, and I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are saying, hey, listen, there's a possibility they're going to put Susan Rice out there to run against uh, Susan Collins, right? That's a good thing. Oh. I hope it Susan happens. Okay. That's what they're trying – yeah, and so th- that's the rumor, yeah. and so now – There are a lot of groups out there saying, you know what, you're going to pay for this vote. You know, and I hope that it happens because, you know, for the longest, we look at her as a moderate Republican. Oh, she's a moderate Republican. You know, she votes. She saved Obamacare. But we talk about this all the time, Jerome. Hey, you're a Republican through and through. Yeah, you may have one of those moments, but you are who you are. And that's the bottom line. You know, you are who you are, and
3: that's it. What happened with Susan Rice, Jay, is that they said, who wants to run against Collins? And Susan Rice and a tweet said, me. And that's what that started. <laughs> that's right. Me. Me.
6: I hope she so, yeah. does. Yeah. I hope she because they can't <laughs> see this coming. And, like, we know, I mean, I, we didn't, get ch- I didn't get a chance to say this on the first segment, but mm-hmm. the problem is, is, you know, I think it was um, whoever just texted in, Johnny D, I think, The point is well taken that although the Mitch McConnells in the world can be as evil and crazy as they want to, white females are responsible for giving them Mm -hmm. support when they're acting like this. I don't care how reasonable Mm -hmm. and moderate you want to be to yourself personally. It's like I want to be your friend, but I'm going to support him in lynching. Like you can't do that. So if you know that that dude is – has no good intentions for anybody, but you're still supporting him, so be it. But we need to weed
1: them out, too. So, you know what? Yeah, you, know, Rice, you know, you brought up lynching. You brought up lynching, Jerome. I want to just, you know, because you said something. You know, I was listening to a lot of the coverage this past week, and I, I want to spend just a few more minutes on this because I want to definitely talk about what's coming up with the Democrats. But but they talked about not, you know, the fact that when you look at a, 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 go to a Trump rally and you see all these people that are standing behind Trump. And they were saying that, yeah, it's, a, it's unfortunate that America has come to this. But they said, you know what? Don't look at Trump. Look at the people behind Trump. Then they said, then go back and pull up some of these pictures from back in the 60s when we had lynchings. Don't look at the black people hanging from the trees. Look at the people behind, how amazed and how, how amazed they were, and how entertained they were. It said, it's almost the only thing is different that one is in black and white and one is in color. And I said, wow. And I went back and did that. And they're right. Look at the people standing behind Trump. Then go find some old lynch pictures of when they used to lynch us back in the day, and look at the crowd behind them. It's no different, folks. Oh, that's just back in I the gotta day. gotta wake you know, up, man.
6: Yeah, two black men was just killed recently, right? By four white folks. Yeah. Did he make the news this week?
3: I Sure didn't. I posted that. Is that, that right? See, day I day didn't even day. hear that. There
6: you go. See, yeah. look. Are you serious? I
3: it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Where were they, mm-hmm. um, Elias? Like. Twenty-one
1: and nineteen or something.
3: Yes, practice. sir. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like yes, we, sir.
1: Okay, so this, this, so this what happened? Okay, so what what happened again, Missilia? She posted a story. So tell us here real quick. Well, uh,
3: four four white men killed uh, two black men. Just like it's no big deal. there's no get no no news. No public. No no nothing. Just let's kill them. Let's get on with and that's it. That's where we roll.
1: Yeah, they got to... We're going to assume that it's racially motivated, right? Yeah. Yeah, Obvious. Go ahead, Jerome. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I I was just
6: saying, like, the problem is that we keep saying that we're going back to a time where we're still in it. But everybody likes to believe that we're moving forward. It's just that we're getting older. But moving forward is, is an illusion of how somebody paints a picture. So since there's more cable stations... You think, oh, we're not just brainwashed by ABC, NBC, CBS. But you got to realize, ABC, NBC, CBS owns all of those other cable stations. Right? They're still giving the same programming. So it's still, in a different type of way, programming you to think the same kind of way. So we have not moved out of the mentality because the old white men are actually telling you to your face what it is, and everybody else is like, nah, I don't believe that that's not true and they're abominations to the system. Well... What you're seeing now, and shout-out to all the white folks who are enlightened, but, but when you see Stacey Abrams and Gilliam in Florida and the woman who won in Connecticut and um, Cortese, the woman who won in New York City, when you start watching that happen, white folks are voting for them because some people are sick to their stomachs across the board. But don't believe by no stretch of your imagination – that those same attitudes and and all of those other folks aren't there just because they're not showing it. So the the nation is starting to show it by saying, "Okay, this is this has gone too far. I can take my I can take my racism on the surface, but now y'all just going buck wild." You know? <laughs> so we have to we have to call it what it is on this show because and sometimes we have to give the extreme examples of of things because you're not getting none of this on television. You're not getting none of this on your radio stations. You're not getting none of these conversations anyplace. So we have to just dump it in your lap. And I know sometimes it seems a little depressive to hear, but it is true. So we need to deal with it from yeah. that perspective.
1: I agree with you wholeheartedly, 110% on that one, sir. 347 850 1272. All right, listen. Uh, Senator uh, Cory Booker.
4: I well, think it's official. official?
3: Do
1: I don't, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, I was going to let her jump in on this topic. I'm sorry, but Kathleen, if you want to what talk about the Supreme about Court thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kathleen, your yours. Yeah. <laughs> um yours.
9: Thank you. I, you know, just announcing my discontent with this decision as well. Um, and, again, like everybody else, I'm not surprised by it. I anticipated it as, uh, as much as everybody else did. Of course, I prayed that it would not happen, but um, we were pretty sure. And I don't, if anybody was surprised that, um, that Susan voted for him, um, I would beg them to just reconsider. Look, Go back and look at her demeanor and her posture every time that she was saying that she was unsure and also look at her history in voting. You know, just like you all said before, um, white women are responsible for Donald Trump being in office right now, and, um, and and we can't negate that or forget that, and think that anything is going to change now that he's in office and making all of these changes. We, this is what he said he was going to do, you know. So he's doing what he said he was going to do. So if any of us are surprised, then we we, we really we re- we really have to rethink our own um, assessment of things, you know, or whether or not that we're in denial about what's happening in the world and what's going to happen. And like you all said before, um, especially about those pictures, uh, know, I've been saying that all along, that not only do we see the entertainment and the glee on the faces of the people in those pictures, the children in those pictures are sitting in Congress in the Senate right now, the
0: children, right. mm-hmm.
9: because those children, you know, that were out there clapping, applauding, and looking and everything else, they are, that was in the 50s, right? So that's, yep. that's probably yep. Susan's age, right? So yep. well, how can we be surprised, and then where where does all that hatred go, right? Where does it go? Um, you know, they'll say, you know, we're not racist, we're not sexist, we're not this, we're not that, but pretty mm-hmm. much if we look at we know that your thoughts your well, your thoughts and beliefs are pretty much formed by the time you're eight years old. And so it's hard to change that. So, you know, um, what do we do now? Like they said, we just continue to fight because the fight was never over. And that's the deception. People think that we had come so far and now we're going back. No, it's just that you didn't see this before.
3: Hmm. yep hmm. Good point, Kathleen. Great point,
9: yeah. Jay. And you know, uh, gentlemen, I want to, if I could, just say this real quickly, because I, you know, you, you all know I go into the pulpit on at eleven. So I did want okay. to send a send a shout out to um, to Jerome and express condolences for the loss of his dad. And um, you, know, oh, uh, our thoughts, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you, my brother. And uh, if there's anything that you need, please let let, let me let all of us know.
6: Yeah, thank you what very much, wrong, Kathleen. Sorry, I would have. i, had you, had
1: told I my told
6: you Les in conference, but we didn't go into conference before. <laughs> before sorry not to tell you
1: guys. Well, man, I'm sorry to hear that, Jerome. I can deal with I get a, a shout out, to out my after we, we we echo what, what Kathleen says. You know, anything you need, brother, let us know. Well, you know, let us know.
0: No Three, four,
1: seven. Eight five zero one two seven two. All right, last eight minutes. So there's been a few minutes talking about Cory Booker, Camilla uh, uh, Harris. Uh, looks like these are the two. Two of these guys are actually. Looks like they're going to throw their 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 uh, their hats in the ring, Mr. Elias. Uh, Cory Booker made a uh, speech, uh, his first campaign speech, as far as I'm concerned, in Iowa uh, the other day. Um, and so uh, you know, it looks like what's going to be interesting to me is, you know, uh, friendly fire. I mean, because I think we all know that Joe Biden's going to run. Um, So they are going to have to be Democratic uh, primaries And so to me this is where the problem lies, right? You're going to have these people debating They're going to be saying things about each other that, I don't know, that may have some pause But then again, if you go back and look at what happened between Hillary and Barack Obama They were able to uh, mend defenses and move forward But that concerns me, uh, because it looks like these two I'm not too much of a fan of Cory Booker Because I think he does a lot of grandstanding But I do think Camilla Harris And I think that was the sentiment on uh, Capitol Hill this past week That she was genuine in her thought process It wasn't about being a showboat It was about, hey, stating the facts And being compassionate about how she felt about it So in the last few minutes we have left in the set Mr. Elias, your thoughts?
3: Well, you know, so I told you last week I like Camilla Harris I do You know, And um, you know something, man? Yeah, I, I'm with you on this Chloe Booker Because he likes to grandstand a lot Even though I did like the way He, he wrangled um, Kevin now But it's it's about grandstanding with him I think that Camilla Harris is is genuine In the way she does I like her I do
1: Think she's a real deal, huh? Yeah I do Uh Kathleen, what about you? I know you got to get out of here real quick. Your thoughts on this whole thing about the Democrats and his Democratic primaries that are going to be coming up here real soon. I mean, you hate to see them fight each other because I think the ultimate purpose is to get rid of Agent Orange in the White House. But at the same time, you know, hey, listen, cream rises to the top. How do you feel about these two? I know Cory Booker did a uh, campaign speech, and if you listen to it, that's exactly what it sounded like. And Camilla Harris, she's in Iowa as well. So you'd have to think she's testing the water. Your thoughts on these two uh, and Joe Biden, so far as we choose them to be, you know, folks that are going to be running for the Democratic nominee for president in 2019, 2020, excuse me.
9: Okay. Well, you know, I, I love this question. Um, just about Joe Biden, but wouldn't the irony be that we would be rallying for the man that put the other guy accused of sexual assault on the Supreme Court to be the president? <laughs> wouldn't that be really? Way?
0: There's irony. There's <laughs> a really.
9: <laughs> What I, you know, Joe Biden, if <laughs> Joe Biden would win, it, it, if he won, it would be on the coattails of President Obama, right? It was President Obama that really brought forth the validation of, the, of Joe Biden. And, okay. um, you know, if we look back over the course of his history, yes, he's been in the Senate since he was a pup. But basically, you know, the old people just, like, embraced him and loved him and brought him, you know, brought him to grace because of President Obama. So I, you know, I can't, and he seems to have changed. I don't know, but I I don't know also if he apologized. I think I heard somebody saying that he apologized for the way the Anita Hill hearings were handled. But he led those. So it's the same thing I'm saying about Brett Kavanaugh. If we're looking at character, then we saw Joe Biden's character in the way that he led that, those hearings against Anita Hill. So what now? I don't know where he's at right now. So how do I feel about that? Eh, I don't know that he's any better than anybody else. Do I like Cory Booker and Camilla Harris? I prefer Camilla Harris. Um, Cory Booker, I can't, I can't be mad at him for grandstanding because that's what they do. So why should he be any different? I mean, if you're going to get in the position, you better be prepared to grandstand at least a little bit. You know, I do yeah, like it. just seems disingenuous to me. I, well, hey, that's what we have now. It can't be any more disingenuous than <laughs> <sitting> <laughs> the dude sitting in the office right now. Touche. We need somebody with some fire. And if nothing else, that guy has fire. And he has pushed himself forward. I think he knows how to do it. I wouldn't have a problem with him being up there. I think at least he, he has been on the right side of most stuff um, since I've been watching him as a senator, as, as the mayor of Newark and as a senator and so forth. He's been on the right side of the issue. And, um, you know, I know this wouldn't be appropriate to say, but remember he was one that was, um, had some accusations against him of uh, sexual assault as well and he admitted to it and uh, repented for it, if you will. So he, at least he is pushing forward the respect for women in, um, in situations like this and the proper handling of it. And I'm not happy about the fact that he did that, but, you know, I like, the, I like how he handled it above all else. So I wouldn't be upset about either Camilla Harris or Cory Booker.
1: All right, Jerome. Here, real quick, uh, your thoughts on this. All right. Well, you know.
9: And I'm I Love you.
6: Hey. All right. There thanks, Kathleen. Um, I, one of the things that I want to say that, as far as Kamala Camela Harris is concerned, yes, she is a great a great person to run. But my concern, kind of, I have to look at it professionally, kind of as a strategist. It'll be, it'll be. Difficult to get her over the hump and running in all 50 states, like just generally. And, um, but I really think that she qualified and deserves to be there. I mean, she's sharp in all of that good stuff. But yes, for me, a Biden Kamala Harris ticket would be better. Although I have issues with Biden. Oh, wow. Like I said, um, Biden, um, did not let the, um, the people who could corroborate Anita Hill's testimony, he didn't let them testify. It's just like in this situation. That's true. There were a bunch of people to yep. corroborate what she was saying, but they wouldn't. They did not bring them in. They held them off. So Biden did that, and Biden is still a part of the old boys' network. And Biden still, you know, as, as things go on, keeps status quo. I, I realize that, and I get it. But at the same time, Cory Booker, on the other hand. Don't trust him worth squat. I remember him with his relationship with um, who was their, their governor, Jersey's governor, Christie.
1: Um, uh, Christie, fat boy. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, big Chris, Chris Christie.
6: Chris yeah. Christie,
1: yeah.
6: So, so from him kissing his butt, Cory Booker is a little bit more conservative in his his Wall Street connection stuff. That he is going to sell us out. So he can be he can have all the fire that he wants to. I don't believe him, and he's not authentic at all. Right? There is a time to grandstand, but that dude's not authentic. Right? You should know when somebody's grandstanding if they're grandstanding. Cory Booker, you don't know. You don't know when the fact when he's being genuine opposed to grandstanding. You don't know. So I have no confidence in, in Cory Booker at all. But Kamala <coughs> Harris, I do, I would not um, want her to. I, I, I would want her to run for president. I think Vice President, she needs to ease in there, just like Obama did for Biden. Um, Biden would not have been palatable. We'd be talking about his temperament and all of that other stuff, and he's inappropriate. Until Obama got there, I think he saw how to run the ship or how to drive the car. So I think he is a little bit better now than he ever was. And I think Kamala Harris would actually do the same thing as Vice President.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You bring up Biden couple of uh, quotes from Biden uh, the Republicans use for the Merrick Garland thing and uh, for this thing here as well All right, coming up next we'll listen we'll get Johnny these remarks and we'll be right back after this don't go anywhere
7: the serious side continues after a
4: short break
3: when I was diagnosed with breast cancer both of my daughters were pregnant and everything I was looking forward to turned into everything
0: I was going to miss first words first steps
3: being there for my grandchildren, for my daughters. Today, those babies are three. I'm
8: with them all the time. I don't know what's next, but I know I'm here today. My name is Alanthea Pena, and I'm Susan G. Coman.
1: Sir, how are you?
3: Good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning, and my condolences go to you, Jerome. Most definitely, my brother. Yes, sir. Thanks, bro. Absolutely. Smartest man in the
1: world checked in with us uh, after the second set. He's talking about the Booker Harris conversation that we had. He says during the upcoming during the upcoming elections, it is important to know to nominate the right candidate. Unfortunately, I don't think either Booker or Harris can win the national ticket nor presidency. America is so polarized, the Trump base would invite an African-American candidate. He's right about that. Young voters, nor the Me Too movement would be enough to get either of the two in office. And, you know, Jerome, you said something about adding uh, uh, maybe Harris as the vice president.
3: I think that would be a good thing. But, um, yeah, I like where you're going with that.
1: All right, Mr. Ellis, can we
3: say hello to some folks in the chat room, sir? Most definitely. Uh, just like you know, it's Covina man in there, the only one that's in there. It's Covina man, and he's bringing the noise this Covina. morning. How you doing, Covina? Oh, oh can't wait to hear what he has to say. Can't wait to hear what he
1: has to say. A lot, of, a lot of people checking in with us online. Uh, we also the pastors in the house. We have Alice checking in. I thought she still was in Europe. Mike, a lot of people in and most of the comments in, in the chat box will be directed to our dear colleague. because That's where they're going. That's where they're trending right now. Let's also say good morning to our director of social media, Jackie's in the house. Good morning, Jackie. How you doing? Good morning, Rich I'm, sister.
8: I'm doing good. How are you doing today?
1: Great. Great, You're doing outstanding Alright well tell us If people want to stay in contact with the show When we're not live How do they do that ma'am
9: but If you want to keep up with the TJRS radio network Please do so by Checking us out on Facebook Twitter and Instagram And each page have the same Ending handle
8: Facebook.com Twitter.com instagram.com slash TJRS radio and
9: if you want to email us about anything email us at side at outlook.com once again side at outlook.com keep up with us
1: All right, keep up with the Joneses Thank you so much man And also if you're on our Facebook page There's another Facebook page, TGRS Radio Network Make your way to some of these other sites that we have I know people are just We're creatures of habit, we don't like change But we're monitoring everywhere So as long as you reach out to the show That's all that's important Don't forget now next week we will have a special guest in the house Diamond Broussard, Miss Diamond Broussard Very beautiful woman, ladies. You better get ready. I mean, fellas, you better get ready. All right, listen. She's the owner of Diamond Pieces. She's also a breast cancer survivor. Her story, I tell you, is unbelievable. Hopefully, to be inspirational to women out there who may be going through this thing. And October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so take a aunt, sister, mother, wife, daughter. Take them. Get checked out. It's preventable. Or a man. A man gets breast breast cancer. cancer. Absolutely, a man can get that's pregnant. right. Men can as well. You're right, Mr. Ellis. Take your father's, brother's, sons, uh, husbands. Take them. Get it checked out. We all have breasts. Believe it or not, you know some of us men have breasts bigger than they should be, but that's a different story for a different <laughs> day. All right, three four seven eight 347-850-1272 is our calling number as we continue the conversation here on the TGRS Radio Network online radio. at It is best. Uh, This past week in Chicago, Ms. Daly, as you were close to this situation, um, you know, we talked about that shooting back in 2014 where that cop shot uh, that young man 18, 16, 18 times. Uh,
3: 16, And so, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it it was a sad, sad story. It was something that we covered, you know. The police officer's name is Jason Van Dyke. Uh, He shot 17-year-old Laquan McDonald 16 times. And he was found guilty, ironically, of 16 counts of aggrav- aggravated battery, and he was convicted uh, for second-degree murder. Uh, so now, he was actually indicted on, on first-degree charges, Mr. Elias, but the judge gave the uh, jury the opportunity and the, the possibility of of uh, giving him a second-degree uh, murder charge, and that's what happened. So... What do we say when we see stuff like this? Are we are we satisfied with the verdict? Are we saying that we're taking steps in the right direction, or is this just you know one of those uh, okay great moment, But you know, listen, let's look at the overall situation of the country.
3: Well, I, you know what? I li- I like the way the people in Chicago took it, man, because they said and in, in the because uh, they had a big rally and they were saying we're not going to stop just just because this happened. What we want to do is take this to the polling places. So now we're going to take this to the bowling places And get these people out of office That put these people in place like this So I like the direction that they took But they also found an innocent of misconduct Which I don't understand what happens with, with, with that You know, because they said he was taught You know, how, how does that sound to say he was, t- he was taught to do what he did <laughs> So you would so He essence, was were he taught to do what he did Yes, he was exactly. taught to shoot an innocent man. I mean, I shouldn't say innocent man. He was taught to shoot a man with a knife when he felt threatened. So he Wait was a not. So, so the jury said that? Yes, that's what the jury said. Yep, oh, he was good. found that innocent means... on misconduct.
6: That's good, because that means you can sue the state for teaching him to kill people. That's yeah. great? <laughs> so
3: that's they can go back
6: and sue the state. They're responsible they can't. for
3: to kill people. They can't. They cannot. They cannot. Right, they
6: can't. They can't sue for damages, but they can sue them. Um, like they can't sue them punitively, but they can still sue them for cause, which means they that can, they can still settle out of court.
3: They cannot sue them, Jerome. Period. They
6: can't sue for money. Is what I'm saying. Right. Right. So there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of things you could do to somebody by suing them if you can't get their money.
1: Yeah, right? uh,
3: they, 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 they. When this happens. Why can't they, Mr. Elias? Well, because Rahm Emanuel, <laughs> as soon as this happened, paid his mother $5 million from the city. And they she settled. signed off to say that they would not bring any more charges against the city or anybody.
6: Yeah, they settled. Oh,
3: okay. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. Yep. So that's what happened. But that happened.
6: doesn't mean they're not liable. It just means yeah. that they didn't have a ruling against them. So mm-hmm. anybody else could have a ruling against them. But they settled because they, got I, paid, what, they okay. paid them.
3: What I didn't understand about this case is that as soon as they seen his tape, they paid the mother five million dollars. But yet and still, they wanted to fight this case. And, right. and I mean, it was weak. It was
6: so weak. Yeah, because it was on TV. <laughs> it's like you shot that guy in the back.
3: Well, yeah, they they said he he turned around and he was 15 feet from me. So you unloaded 16 times on him. You unloaded. You, the first shot brought him down, and then you start shooting while he was on the ground.
6: Right.
3: So their their, 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 their defense was, well, when he turned around, that's what I feared for my life. And the other ones was just, you know, to make sure that he wasn't going to come after me again because I thought he was going to come after me again. I'm like, dude, he was 15 feet away from me. What a knife. And he didn't even, and here's the bad part, Jerome, as soon as he turned around, that's when he started shooting at him. He didn't even, he didn't even lunge on him. He turned around and said, well, when he turned around, he was running right at me. No, he wasn't. Dude, you'd have to be an idiot not to, and they tried to cover this up. They didn't even want to release the tapes. And they, they got rid of, it was Burger King, uh, at the Burger King, they, they showed actually a better a better footage of what happened. And then after that, they started, after the reporters sued the city for to release the tapes, that's when they released the tapes. So don't tell me about corruption in the city, and, and and elections don't count. You put dirty people in charge. This is what you get. And I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. This was Demo, this is the Democratic people. They did this. Rahm Emanuel. They hid this because they didn't want they didn't want this to come out. And then as soon as it came out, all oh, we got to have police reform. What? You think? Yep. They confiscated. Um,
6: Burger King surveillance Right, yes. that's a private company
3: that The yep. police
6: did so that they can cover up The fact that they killed somebody
3: Yep, that's what they did That's exactly
1: what well, they did Well, I guess my question here is uh, Okay, but I guess my question To this whole thing When we talk about, uh, you know Reform the police department I mean, but isn't that what the the justice department is trying i thought they scaled back on that on type of regulation they're not going after them anymore the obama administration was but the trump administration and that ju- justice department is they're pro police
6: well don't don't look at it as pro police they're against you and so what happened is that just like civil rights legislation or affirmative action they'll take one step forward and then take six steps backwards mm mm-hmm. mhm We need to see that stuff coming But they're not You know It's not that they could change the laws on the books from Obama What they're doing is not enforcing the law So they're not They're not even abiding by some of the The um, The rulings that happen That says that you have to reform Under these conditions and watch this And it's the Justice Department that's supposed to enforce What those rulings were And they're just not enforcing them anymore
3: Hmm. Wow,
1: that, 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 that's true. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. You know, it's it's uh, it, it, all this is just sad. I mean, it, it, where we are as a country, we're divided. We have white kids carrying tiki uh, torches at a university. Young white kids. I mean, you know, you thought, you know, what we talked about in the last segment about some of the kids that were. You know, present for some of those lynchings back in the day. Those cats are in their 50, you know their sixties and seventies and, and, and things of that nature. They're still around, uh, but but just the overall condition of where the country is. Man, I just think we're at a boiling point. And you know, people talk about race wars and all this other stuff. And you know, I used to say, well, that's not going to happen. But you could find out have a straight up race war. Just a straight up race war. Everything that's black moving, let's kill it. Everything that's white moving, let's kill it. I mean, it's just, to me, it's getting to a critical point where something has to happen fast. We are in trouble, folks. And for those of you who all want to sit on the sideline and don't want to be a part of it, and I mean, you guys have to stay. You know, listen, this vote is more important, in my opinion, than the presidential vote, because at some point in time, the president more goes important. away. You know, he, he or she goes away. Mitch McConnell, you know, Orrin Hatch, I mean, you know, Senator, Senator Senator Grassley, all these old-ass white men, they don't care. So, you know, they talk about, well, you know, uh, Senator McConnell is going to be a stain in history on his record. He don't give a damn about no stains.
3: He surely don't, because he done put people in place to help his party for years to come. Years. He don't care about that. He could care less History is going to
1: I hate when I hear Analysts say that History is going to Frown at them They don't give a I don't give a damn About somebody Frowning at me When it's going to Have a negative Impact on my family This is what We have to wake up We have to wake up Stop looking at it And you know If for all you Young white people Out there Who are just Dumb Wearing You know the thing About Donald Trump He's a soundbite Yep, he's funny. If you want to see comedy, go to your local stand-up uh, comedy spot. We shouldn't watch that from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. And you can say, "Well, Jay, how? Do, what does that have to do with what's going on in Chicago?" It all plays the same. It's hmm. all the same. We're a divided country, and it's not getting any better. And so now the enthusiasm, the the, the the, the the gap between Democrats and uh, the GOP, that was a ten point margin. Now, according to polls, is down to two. So now Republicans are just as fired up as Democrats. Now I hope it's a sugar high and they'll go away. But you got this fool out mocking a person who was sexually harassed. Now me and Mr. Elias talk all the time offline. There are things that like, there are laws in place that I think are advantageous to women, and I think they're not fair to men. But Let's not go there with this type of stuff, because whatever the man says takes precedence. It's unbelievable what's going on here. It's unbelievable. And we talked about, so we're talking about the young man who was shot and killed, police officer, convicted, second-degree murder. And people were saying, well, duh, it was on videotape. Well, that female police officer shot that man, shot that guy when his car was broken down. That was on videotape, too. She's still walking around free. What about Jameer Rice? The Dallas Police, the, the, Palace, the, the Dallas Police Department fired uh, Officer blah blah for kicking in the man's house and shooting him in his own uh, uh, apartment. She lost her job. Ooh wee, she lost her job. Wow. Okay. I feel good about that. She lost her job. Wow.
5: You know, yeah, Scott Pruitt. This,
1: this guy had been ripping money from the government. Oh, well, he he finally got fired. Ooh-wee! Yay! Scott Pruitt no longer has a job. Scott Pruitt has got money. He's going to get another job. What about the crimes that he committed? What about that? Donald Trump has foreign leaders staying in his hotels. That's against the law.
3: They don't oh my care. God, this is nuts. This they is They don't nuts. care. And, and this you know what, is you know, nuts. His his supporters look at it and say, Yeah, that, that's okay. He, he's running. He's doing a great job with the country. And if you ask any of his supporters how the economy is doing, they say great. And I always ask them, Well, what bill did he pass to make the economy so great? What's his economic plan? We don't know. Well, I I can tell you what it is. He's running off President Obama's coattails. No, no, no. Boy, they talk nope, about, the consum- confidence they talk about not- consumer confidence
1: is higher and businesses are doing because they have a guy, they have a business guy in the White House. And there may be some validity is- to the stock prices going up because of this guy, but don't act like you walk into have- office. Let's
3: just be honest. They were going up under what? President Obama. Let's just be yeah, honest. Yeah,
1: Mr. Elias, but you, l- listen, listen, man. The one thing, I hate Trump. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I hate, I hate him. I hate him as a person. I shouldn't do that because that's not what God teaches. But I do. I hate him as a politician. I hate him because I think he's a pie Piper. I think he's he he is a, he is a modern day Jim Jones. He's a guy that's going to give you grape Kool Aid and people are going to drink it and die because they're so absent minded. Because they'll follow anyone who has the loudest voice. Oh, we put him in office because he's a great businessman. Well, guess what? That story's starting to fall apart. He was no great businessman. The Trumps have been stealing from the US government forever. You <laughs> know great businessman. He's a great crook. If you want to follow a crook, I mean this is crazy. This is nuts. Three four seven eight five oh one two seven two. You know, Jerome, what I can't understand, and I say this every week so I know it sounds like a broken record, how there are people in this country who can't see through what this man is doing. Who can't see that all he this is what he wants. He wants division. He wants controversy. He likes that because he gets the red-blooded white American male riled up. so they'll go out and drive a chevrolet, get an apple pie and wave around an American flag. Take our country back from whom? From Barack Obama, that's where we want to take right. it from. But I don't get this, Jerome. What is it going to take for these people to wake up, or is this just a loser battle? Are we just—is this going to continue for generations to generations to generations to generations that is well, just well, going it to it be polarized when it comes to? Wait a to minute, to you it, answer that time. question. You're saying will it will it go from
6: gener? It has been going from generation to generation. You're to right. Generation. Like so, that is nothing new. Uh, and nothing shocked us because this is not abnormal. It's pretty much, you know, it, it's pretty much status quo. It's not like it's shocking to us and this is new or anything. This has what's been going on that those of us who yell about it and kept saying this is what's going on and, and folks were in denial. and like, well, things are getting better. You have to admit it's not like it used to be. And it's like, uh-huh, 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 right? Because the people who keep setting it back, are stoking the 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 the, um, the fire, and they're fanning the flames, right? Because they wanted to stay there. There, the reason that Trump and all of the alt-right racists, neo-Nazi white supremacists, their issue is pretty true, where they feel like the world does not. Look like them Because they were brainwashed To think that white folks Was the majority of people On the planet So You know When we start talking about The Mercator map And all of that other stuff The maps are skewed To make it look like European areas Has more mass Than it has Because Those guys were masters At this That they believed That they needed Black people Or anybody of color To believe that They sat on top Of this Pyramid And what happened Is that now That truth To some degree is coming out That they feel like they're losing themselves Y'all taking this from white folks Y'all blaming white folks for everything Y'all doing Like they feel like that Because they've been brainwashed like that Since since they started, you know, colonizing Since the English first started doing that So I understand what their problem is I can't help them That the truth is about to kick them in the butt Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know, it'd be like We need to Make people pay for internet because they want to keep people uneducated. It's why you took out political, um, political—oh, um, not political science, but they took out um, all oh. that stuff, government stuff, out of out of yeah. high school. Right. Because yes, they they took that stuff out of high school because they didn't want you to be involved in political, political science, or even social studies didn't want you to know that. They wanted to tell you what history was and let you live through that. But there, there was no, at no time, that civics was like, we don't need civics. Because yep. we don't need you to understand government because we're going to run everything anyway. If it ain't me and my kids, then technically y'all don't need to know this. So,
3: now, now, now in Texas, they're trying to get rid of the history now. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, man, that's first. This yes. is crazy it, and that's me.
6: very natural right You want to keep everybody dumb Because the fact is That truth is kicking them in their butt Yeah. Reality kicks them in their butt That's why it's like Oh that's fake news You know climate change <laughs> isn't real We Like they have to keep denying All of that stuff You know we don't run university systems White folks do And they're still like don't believe them They're just elitist It's like who's telling you that Rich people, billionaires, <laughs> folk brothers, yes. like, oh, they're, they're elitist. They want to try to make you smart. <laughs> like, like, is, that, is that mean of them who want you to know more? So their goals are, are very different in life. And, you know, definitely Donald Trump has a problem because his thing is he, he don't fit into that club that he always wanted to be in.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's
6: really going to think it on both sides.
1: Wow yeah. he, he just uh, wants I a home I, I, I
6: love him he's an awesome. Yeah,
1: that's what this is all about I mean, this guy is an, He is just I mean, the words can't describe What uh, Donald Trump is And what he represents it, it, This is just the, the You know, it, it, it's so depressing When you look at the state of this country This guy, you know, he, he's not trying To bring anything together I mean, this, this guy is all about himself And, you know, it, it's yeah, so so look, we, we got a good outcome from this verdict, okay? I mean, so a police officer was convicted. You know, there are quite a few stories out there. People are sending them to me now about police officers who were convicted of shooting an armed black man. So maybe 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 the blind, maybe justice's blind eyes started to open up a little bit and say, hey, you know what? This is not right. But for so many stories you can send me to show that an officer was uh, convicted, I can send you stories of officers walking away. I can send mm-hmm. you stories of, of you know, uh, you know, hey, there's the, the 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 blue code where we don't talk. I mean, you know, this happened as early as the O.J. Simpson thing when you had Mark Furman on tape talking about, you know, I never used the N word, then he has a tape talking about it, so wigger, wigga 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 wigger. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, our, our, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week with the Las Vegas police guys on call on tape talking, yeah, we got his black tail now. I mean, this country man. It's the greatest country in the world, but I tell you what, you know, you have to start questioning that stuff. Three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. It's just a shame where we are. It really and truly is. All right, guys, give me your uh, final thoughts on this topic. Uh, boy, it's horrible. Well, my start final you, thoughts are this. Oh. oh, go ahead, Mister Elias. Go ahead. Since you stepped up, My
3: final thoughts are this, man. Look, police. Uh, you know, we pay police uh, to to. Uh, you know, we pay these salaries to our taxes. And sure, here we are, we are. We are, you know, scared of the police, the, the people that we own, people that we pay. And then they talk about people, uh, you know, how, how dumb it is for people never to, uh, you know, they you don't know, snitch and, you know, all this other stuff. Well, they don't snitch either. So when you start snitching, we'll start snitching. The bottom line. Come on, I mean, they need to be held to exactly what they're supposed to be held to, held to and the higher accountability of what you're doing. You're supposed to protect, to serve, and protect, not to kill and to 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 harm and maim. That's not your your protocol. Yeah. All right, Jerome. You no,
6: know, I I can't. I agree. You know, we can't um, we can't sit complacent and do nothing. But at the same time, it is not our, it is not our pathology that we need to change. Something needs to change, and it is not enough. We can only help it, but we can't make you change. So, you know, we just have to see the world as it as it is, and be and trying to understand what it is, so it does not become frustrating to us, and it won't start to affect us any differently. You know, if you if you know that somebody's treating you bad, stop dealing with them. Once they figure out economics is hitting them, they'll wonder why you not How can not you do them. that, though? They're, they're everywhere, man. How,
1: how can you stop dealing with them? Oh, you can get everywhere. It's very
6: easy. You need to, how? We need to concentrate our efforts in areas that actually um, benefit us or does not harm us. Either one is acceptable. And we need to do that without saying it. So I spend my money, for example, with places. It, put it this way. If there's a place that I – if there's some place that I know that lobbies against my interests, I never spend money with them. And I mean never. And I'm pretty disciplined on doing that. So we need to start doing that as a community. We don't need to put out no lists. We need to, like, occupy Wall Street. Well, what is their problem, and, and how do we know if we're pacifying them? We don't need Jesse to do it. We don't need anybody as a spokesman of black people to tell them to stop harming black folks. We all know they need to stop doing that. So we need to be disciplined enough to say, yep, once we know it's going down, black folks need to just give a nod to be, you know, nope, we're not going there. We're not going to All Roberts. Don't come back recruiting black people for your football team, right, just because we already know what you're, promu- what you're promoting at your university. We know this. So, you know, we need to yeah. be disciplined to start opting out. Choose your freedom. To opt out Don't tell them They're going to be pretty venomous towards you When they find out that you're opting out For whatever reason that you are They won't be happy But it's not your point to make them happy At their own racism and supremacy So you have to, you have to it's, it's, like, it's almost like You know Watching um, Greg Popovich And um, Steve Kerr
0: mm-hmm. Speak out
6: about <laughs> Donald Trump Right If I was a free agent And I know that one of the owners, I mean, all of the NBA owners, I think, have been supportive of the players. The NFL hasn't. So if I'm a free agent and you say, hey, are you going to Dallas, I'd be like, tell Jerry Jones, I said, Kip rocks. I'm going (laughs) to an owner that actually respects us as players. They they need to start doing that in their free agency. They don't need to tell them why the racist owners be like how come nobody really good wants to play for me we just need to do it
1: yeah Absolutely. Johnny D. says law enforcement training standards often will utilize the scope of strict scrutiny which requires the jury to demonstrate negligence and that's difficult to accomplish because you can't determine how a person feels when a suspect slash citizen has a weapon. The eye if the beholder eye of the beholder. Certainly the yeah, aggressive they- use of force and the false reporting of the incident is what Is what convicted the officer This was the first time in 50 years Wow, an officer in Chicago Has been charged with murder 50 years Wow, that's a long, long, long time
6: You know what, I don't mean to interrupt that But I want to say this It is very easy for people To convict black people on what they think That they thought Right, Mm -hmm. they'll say, hey That black man came in there with the intent To do this harm, because if he didn't He wouldn't have came in there with that gun we would do that to black people, yeah. white folks. It's like, well, we don't know what he's thinking. It's hard to convict people because we don't know what's in his heart. When he, It's like whatever to yeah. you. You know what What I mean? about the yeah. hey, white man that's, that killed his five way.
3: officers? They, they pulled
1: him yeah. in. Yeah. Well, you know what? Listen, that, 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 that's, that's where we are. All right, look, we've got to step out. NPR News yeah. update coming up. And then only a need-to-know bases and channel box, all that's next. Don't go anywhere. You're still listening to the serious side of the j Ryle Show.
7: U.S. war in Afghanistan began 17 years ago today. NPR's Quill Lawrence reports the war has killed more than uh, 2,400 American troops so far, including a combat death last week.
4: Airstrikes on October 7, 2001 destroyed an al-Qaeda training camp and several Taliban government targets. Alongside Afghan rebels, Americans ousted the Taliban within weeks. But the top objective, Osama bin Laden, wasn't found until a decade later, hiding in neighboring Pakistan. Over 17 years of war, the American force surged up to 100,000 troops, and then back down to about 14,000 today. The Taliban insurgency now holds sway over more Afghan territory than at any time since 2001, and the U.S. has sought peace talks with the Islamist movement. More than 30,000 Afghan civilians are believed to have died, the vast majority killed by Taliban attacks and bombings. Quill Lawrence, NPR News. Authorities
7: in Nevada investigating the brawl that broke out in Las Vegas last night. Total chaos here. It looks like UFC security has corralled Ramago Ramagomedov. Well, Khabib wasn't kidding when he said no handshake after the fight. All happened just after Russian Khabib Nurmagomedov successfully defended his UFC lightweight title against Conor McGregor. After McGregor tapped out in the fourth round, Nurmagomedov attacked members of McGregor's corner. UFC president Dana White says three members of the Russian's entourage were arrested but released after McGregor declined to press charges. I'm Charles Snyder, NPR News from Washington.
1: For It's time for chatterbox. It's also from uh, the world famous chat room and from social media. Can't wait to hear what Convener Man had to say, Mr. S. What is it?
3: Convener Man says, as I always say, white people who who are who, who we are, they, they thought we were. You know, white people are who we thought they were. And he says, uh, twenty twenty I do like Cory Booker and Biden, but he's older than Trump. I do not like Bernie Sanders or Gilbrand.
1: Huh? That's an interesting uh, ticket that he uh, brought up. Okay. All right. Uh, our comments, most of them are directed towards the most smartest man in the world. So let, me, let me read a few of them. Uh, the pastor Stephen Jones from Richmond, Texas says, "My dear brother Jerome, my heartfelt condolences goes out to you and your family. May God's grace be your north star and guide you through this most difficult time." Uh, Marina Music checked in Jerome, I lost an uncle who was A father figure to me So I know how it feels to lose someone of that stature in your life I'm thinking about you And God bless you and your family Big Mike, Hope, Arkansas I am one of the mad Republican trolls That Jay rant and raves about every week When he says chase the channel (laughs) Okay, Big Mike However, as a man, my sympathies goes out To Mr. Free and his family Okay, Mona from Oakland, Thoughts and Prayers to Jerome and his family, Sophie from Birmingham, may God shine His grace on you, Jerome, during this most difficult time. And most of the messages are directed to our colleague, Mister Jerome Sprague. So, on that note, well, you yeah. know what time? Unless you, Jerome, you want to you want to respond to some of this? Or I really do. I I want to say um, thank you to
6: everyone who um, sent their condolences. I, um, you know, generally, as an instruction, I, if Kathleen did not have to leave, she wouldn't have said it, and I wouldn't have let anyone say this during the show. And um, But I, I really do uh, appreciate it and appreciate the kind words and the thoughts um, from anyone and everyone um, because I know, you know, although I don't speak a lot about anything personal, um, I know how I feel when. You um, lose someone that I usually, in my own way, say a prayer, whether I say your name or not, when I find out that someone um, passes. So I have to accept, um, not have to, but I, I accepting it with my heart to um, for everyone who sent in their place. And I want to thank
1: you very much. Thank you. Right. Well said, man. We love you to death. You know the deal. A brother from another mother time, my favorite part of the show, you know what time it
0: is. Five, four, three, two, one.
2: 4, 3, the first Jay- lady Jay- dazzles on election night, in a.
0: tell me, what do you want me to do, pledge allegiance
2: to the right? flag
0: of the United
2: States
0: of America.
1: Alright folks, it is time for my favorite time of the show, on a need to know, bases with our very own Mr. Jerome, remember what he for us?
6: Right, well, I know i missed a couple of things um, from before. So the U.S. Federal Reserve rate hike, um at their September meeting. Uh, as widely expected, um, they said the U.S. Central Bank is going to raise interest rates for the third time to 2.5%. And they're expecting to raise it again. So since the economy is better and... You know, it's a stimulus to keep the rate hikes or the interest rates down. They're saying that they don't need the stimulus anymore, so they're raising rates now. Mm. Eight hundred. I know. See, and, and again, that Trump um, yelled at them about them doing that because he knows that the economy is going to yeah. take a hit from those
3: tax orders that
6: he gave when those interest rates go back up. Mm. So he's obviously yelling at them trying to artificially you know, keep stuff down, act like nothing's happening, so the next person it crashes in their face and we go into another we're we're not gonna go into a recession. We're talking depression lyric area yeah. stuff, when we're talking trillions of dollars that people are spending. That Obama helped phase, right? Mm-hmm. So um you know the US the United States of um, Fast food is what the title of this one is. You know, the CDC reveals that 40% of Americans eat fast food every day, and rich families are more likely to eat junk. So a new report from the CDC found that adults between 20 and 39 are the most likely group at about 45%. um, But then consumption was shown to decrease with age. So after 39, your consumption of fast food decreased. But between 20 and 39, they're the fastest, um, most likely group to consume junk food. Mm. Wow. Yep. 80,000 80, people died of the flu last winter, according to CDC. They revealed their huge death toll um, that eclipse, eclipses every other year since records have begun in 1976. So in recent um, years, flu related deaths have ranged from about 12,000 to 56,000. And last fall and winter, the U.S. went through one of the most severe flu se- seasons um, in recent memory. So they are, um, we have record number of flu deaths. Hmm. Again, we don't give out medical advice on this show, but um, get some elderberries, syrup, or something. Kick the flu out of you in about three days. All right. That's what I heard. Don't want to get Jay in trouble That's what I heard Somebody told me And they told somebody else Alright uh, Now You know The research involving more than 4,500 children in the U.S. Found that only 1 in 20 Meet the daily guidelines Of 9 to 11 hours of sleep They said that 1 hour of physical activity And limited TV time um, Will help increase your child's brain power but they said limit them to two hours of TV, tablet, or mobile time is what the study has found. Hmm. It, and being what's going on with the Supreme Court and that nut, so you really need to decrease it to about half an hour. <laughs> you really? can't get any longer <laughs> than that without somebody lying on TV. Really? Keep your kids off TV. Um, Amazon raised their minimum wage to $15 an hour for all workers in response to criticisms over conditions in their warehouse. Warehouses, um, the new aid the new wage goes into effect November first, and will benefit part time, full time, and temporary or temporary and seasonal workers, in addition to Whole Foods employees. So in total, three hundred and fifty thousand people will see a boost in their um, wages. Good, yep. Bam. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people. And and now they said that they're going to start lobbying federal government to increase. Um, minimum wage They wouldn't do it before But now they're saying We raised them up to 15 Everybody needs to have Minimum wage
3: <laughs> Okay I thought Barack Obama Had already raised it
6: Yeah Federal. He he did raise it And they're saying That they're going to Start lobbying other I guess other states And them to okay. Even raise it even farther The timeline that President Obama had increments the minimum wage up And they're saying That they need to Raise it immediately They need okay. to lobby them It's flat because you, know, right. you know, minimum wage It is There are people who are exempt So depending on the number of employees Or the type of industry that you have You know, um, waitresses and waiters Like they don't really have to adhere to it So right. They're advocating for everybody's minimum wage Is what they're saying
0: That's cool. Now
6: just in, just in time for the Christmas season And you know, I thought somebody would have bought them by now Toys are us Mm-hmm. Um, lenders are canceling their bankruptcy Auction They plan to revise the company And their brand uh, their brand names To expand their international presence So they, oh, They're okay. going op- to open a new Toys R.S. and Baby R.S. brand And maintain their existing Global license agreement Is what they filed on court on Monday hmm. <laughs> Again wow. Just in time for Christmas
3: yeah, If you want a toy store
6: The time to be open <laughs> is during Christmas
3: Right, just in time for Christmas. Then we'll close it after that.
6: Yeah. <laughs> oh, so there, there, there. <laughs> you know what happens is that companies squander money. So when you have investors, they just need return on their money. So they're not using money to reinvest into the company. So they end up having financial problems, although they're making billions of dollars. So that's hmm. what happen. Once you get rid of your creditors and stop taking out loans against your future business, you'll be good. Mm. I think that's what happened to Hostess. Remember? the Bain uh, wow. capital and all those guys who own Hostess thought that the brand was more, um, had more value if they sold it than they actually did making making cupcakes. So they mm. actually bankrupt the unions and sold the brand. And now they're making Hostess Twinkies again and cupcakes yeah. and all of that. But, yeah. Paris, Paris France. Um they, they banned cars on the first Sunday of every month to improve air quality. So after a successful car free day last month, Paris said they now will ban cars um um central on first, second, third and fourth um I guess I can't think of what it's called, but they were just saying between ten and six ten AM and six PM, the first Sunday of every month they're gonna um start banning cars. Starting um today. October
3: seventh. Wow. It's not right. <laughs> In Brazil they do that every Sunday. They like on the on the main Avenue, Atlantic Avenue. Uh huh. Yeah. They they shut it I down. And it is just like everybody walks to the main's drag for the whole day. It's 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 wild. It's great. Yep. So yeah, they
1: now have that in, in France. So
3: you know, see Everybody
1: everybody's concerned about uh about climate change except for us. <laughs> yep. isn't,
3: that, isn't that sad?
6: It's like they are really like we need to do something, and we're sitting here just throwing throwing straws and styrofoam on our car windows. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: really, it is
6: sad and sick at the same time. Uh, GE CEO got fired, so the iconic company's value dropped by a half a trillion dollars to just over a hundred billion. So GE's chief executive officer, John Fanner, Flannery, abruptly stepped down on Monday after taking over for just a year. Wow. But they lost a half a trillion dollars. Yeah, half, half a, a trillion? trillion. Oh, well, Jesus. A half a trillion. Now, because, you know, GE owns everything. So they right. own space stations. Like, they, they make every doggone thing. The biggest conglomerate in the world is GE. Um, so the mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma, said he plans to reexamine whether mass graves hold the remains of those who were killed in one of the nation's worst race massacres in nearly 100 years. If you haven't heard about the Tulsa massacre, sometimes they call them riots, but black people were not rioting. It was white folks coming into that black town, killing all the black folks and burning down their business. So really? Mayor G.T. Bynum said via Facebook um, on Tuesday that he started doing research on the potential for mass graves in 2012 as a city councilman and the estimates of those slain in the 1921 um, Tulsa massacre range from three dozen to 300 and um, as the 100th anniversary approaches community um, leaders are pushing for justice so they're revisiting the 1921 massacre um, in Tulsa Mm. You you want to talk about like um, civics And social study in schools I think a lot of black folks know what that is I think that white folks really don't know About what happened in Tulsa Mm. Black Wall Street is what we call it So when you hear black people say Black Wall Street Street, We're talking about Tulsa In um, 1921 Where um, White folks came in And bombed like Dropped bombs on the town And blew up buildings and burned out homes and then zoned it so that they couldn't rebuild. Mm. That was that was nice. That that just means you need to understand what your county power is when it comes to building, not your city, your county, because they rezoned it. Now, Bet Midler caused an uproar by tweeting. I don't know if you guys heard this. Women are the end world of the world. What? what <laughs> year old Bet Midler was attempting to make a point about oppression of women. But the Internet was not happy. Well, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have nothing really? bad to say about Bette Midler, but I'm like, it's funny. People will use black people's oppression to make a point, but they won't help black people's oppression. It's like, really? y'all treating us like black people. And it's like, how is that? Because black wow. people are, you know what I mean?
3: Wow. <sighs>
6: yeah.
3: Thanks, Bette. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really?
6: Yeah. Bet Midler in her in her um, thing, so, so tennis. Um, I guess she won the U.S. Open last year. Sloane Stephens, she beat uh, a Russian yeah. Anastasia. Don't know her last name in the in um, the China Open on son, last Sunday, and
1: oh, it's the uh, yeah, it's the world champion. It's, it's the end of the year championships for the WTA.
6: Yeah, so so Anastasia, yeah. whatever her last name is, made an attempt to hit Sloane Stephens. With the ball near the net. She actually tried to hit the ball at her. And um, so yeah. um, Sloan actually hit the ball back and, and got the point. But when Sloan Stevens realized what went down, the two engaged in, and like, yelling at the net. And um, Sloan said, that F&B tried to hit me, is what she said at the net. <laughs> and Sloan went to the umpire, yelled at them, And um, when Sloan was about to win, she was in the set 5-2 in that set. The Russian woman, Anastasia, called a trainer's timeout because she was about to lose. And so Sloan said calling the trainer is like, you know, um, throwing a transom, especially since it is unusual for a player to make a request like that while the opposing players, you know, serve set points. And, um,
0: wow,
6: yeah, so Sloan said, oh, um, that's of course, we're playwright. She said sportsmanship, that's really important, and that she wasn't even hurt, and she called for a trainer because she didn't want to lose to Sloan. But Sloan beat her anyway. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not a Sloan <laughs> Stevens fan, man. She said some stuff about Serena Williams a few years back, and I'm like, okay, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. she
6: did at the same time she she prior to that she loved and admires um, Serena and whatever their yeah, compa- well. their competition stuff is, um, even when she beat Serena um, at some point, Serena came over and gave her a hug so she was kind of mi- Serena was kind of mentoring her and then she said something about Serena but she was just trying to get the light on her um, so yeah, anyway, well. I'm not making this spur because I don't know what she said.
1: Yeah, I follow women's tennis more than anybody, and I I know the whole deal behind that. We'll have a sports segment one day and talk about it. Okay.
6: Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, now Democrats plan to release um, Trump's tax returns um, using an obscure 100-year-old law if they win the House in November. So a 1924 U.S. law allows the chair of the tax committee to demand old filings to review in private, but which can be then handed to the press. It could be leaked. And the Dems could use it to hold Trump's um, tax returns. So good luck at hiding mm. more tax returns if the Democrats win. Good. Or, sorry, when they win, because they're going to win the House. That's going to be a given. Um, Cher has revealed that she won't accept the her Kennedy honors if Donald Trump is there this year and admits that she hoped she received the accolades during um, President Barack Obama uh, term when he was the leader. So 72-year-old Cher said she will attend the The Kennedy Center um, Honors in Washington, D.C. on December 2nd and found out she was Uh getting recognized in July. She said, I remember thinking I wanted to get one so badly when Obama was president, is what she told Associated Press, because I just thought it would be so cool if he was sitting there, and I would love that so much. Now, Trump didn't say if he was going or not, but Cher is putting that out there that she won't be there if he's there.
1: He's not going to go. I mean, he never, He, you know, he, he doesn't care about that stuff. That they some,
6: use, <laughs> he's scared they're uh, to go use their He'll be at a
1: rally. In West yeah, Virginia. exactly. Yeah. He'll be at some rally, man, you know, pumping up those less fortunate, Who He's leading to slaughter, man, all those lambs. The only oh, thing yeah. they're missing is fur. Bye. Yeah. That's what he's going <laughs> That's what he now, is,
6: man. A white cop is jailed for 15 years for claiming a black man shot her in an incident that sparked this unrest um, across Georgia. So Officer Sherry Hall, 43, was convicted of 11 criminal charges, including making a false statement, violating her oath, and tampering with evidence. But she she got 15 years this week. Mm. And wow. the story that Elena S. and I was talking about earlier is that four white supremacists are arrested and charged with inciting a riot um, and attacking counter-protest. Oh, no, this is, this is not the one. I was thinking that was the four people who killed the, the other guy. I'll go to that later. But the four white mm-hmm. supremacists were arrested and charged with inciting a riot and an attack of counter-protest in Charlottesville last year. They just went back and arrested them. So Benjamin Daly, Michael um, uh, Milas, Thomas um I guess as Grillin and Cole White um have been charged with inciting a riot for Charlottesville. Finally got around arresting people from Charlottesville. But <laughs> wow. <laughs> it took them a long time <laughs> to About do it. Time.
0: Mm-hmm. About time. About time.
6: Yeah. Now um About time. It, it yeah, you know it it should not take this long. But apparently um no. it justice is blind when it comes to certain people. Now, a married man, 81 years old, tried to buy an eight year old girl from her mother at a Walmart in Florida for $200,000. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's been charged with battery and fog and yeah, for allegedly wow. offering um, that kid's mother $200,000 for the exchange of her eight year old daughter. Wow. I don't know how you approach well. somebody to try to buy a kid. That's kind of stupid. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not him, so I guess I wouldn't know. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to do commentary on that because I don't get it. I don't either. That? Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, a Bowling Alley owner who's 65 died after getting stuck inside of a uh, of a machine. You know, the machine that sets the pins. So yeah. he was in uh, Fremont Lanes in Colorado. It's not clear how he got inside, but police said it appears to be a tragic accident. He got stuck. You know that's mm. everybody's fear, isn't it? Like a lot of horror movies where somebody gets stuck in that when they're resetting the bowling alley, depends, and you get stuck. Isn't that like a horror movie story? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no,
1: Jerome, I've never hey, heard that one. All right, we have time for <laughs> we have time for one more, sir. What do you, what do you have? <laughs> it? Right. never heard All right. of that one, I'm but okay. To bring
6: that down, okay? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to lighten it up. I had some <laughs> Sorry. bad buying, more more buying children stories and sex with teacher stories, but I just tried to I tried to skip those. All right. Oh, so,
0: okay. I
6: got you. Okay, so, so I'll, I'll end with this one. You know, there's a new story that came out or a study that says that Viagra could damage your eyesight. So the erect uh, the erection drug bought online has left a 31 year old man with red tinted vision. And doctors say the the damage is irreversible. So the unnamed patient has not been able to cure his red vision um, he's had for over a year since he took much more than a recommended dose of, um, I guess it's called um, um, slide and fail. I don't know what it's called. That's the active ingredients in, in Viagra. But if somebody is seeing red, tell them to cut back on the Viagra.
1: That's all I want to tell you.
3: All right. There you have it. All right. And own, that note, thank you. Wow. On
1: that note, geez. Oh, geez, he'll be here all week. All right. It <laughs> is time for final thoughts, and uh, since the man had the mic, let's just go ahead and let him give us our final thoughts. Jerome, had final thoughts.
6: Okay. You know, I just didn't do the story about, um, you know, Mayor, um, Atlanta's Mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, at, at, on Wednesday, signed a bill renaming three city thoroughfares. Um, Of those who were Former confederate names And they're renaming Those confederate um, thoroughfares In Atlanta So I just want to say Elections do have consequences And you can start to change Some of those images And things that are going on In your city By just putting some people in place That will um, do the right thing Like Elia said And Jay says You can do the right thing Get in there Go out and vote And make it happen all right. Oh, and by the way, Andrew Cuomo in New York, six months after he uh, restored voting rights for 35,000 New Yorkers on parole, New York City Council met this week on focusing on drumming drumming up awareness. But, so for people who are on parole, their voting rights got restored in New York. So Atlanta mm-hmm. and New York, good. hey, we are keep making a point, and the LES keeps making a point. You got to get out there. That's all I have.
1: And everybody have a all good right.
6: week. And thank you. You for the condolences and the prayers. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. Mr. L.S. 90 seconds out, man. Final thought.
3: Well, I'm just going to uh, piggyback off what Jerome said. And in Florida, there's 1.6 million uh, convicted fellas that can vote if you get uh, uh, Gillum in. So, folks, get out and vote. Put this guy in and turn Florida blue. Get out and vote. And, Jerome, I'm going to call you out to the show, my brother. All
1: right, Hulk, final thoughts. My condolences and prayers goes out to Jerome and his family. May God continue to have grace and mercy in your life. To all, this was another great show in which God allowed the team to provide information, opinions, and entertainment. What a responsibility and a blessing Thank you so much Johnny man you are the greatest Of all time and once again My final thoughts is my brother hey, amen, listen I can. I get it It's a tough thing and uh, God bless you And I hope that you can get through this Remember man God's able and he does answer prayer And on that note Mr. Elias If it's Sunday And we're talking serious stuff What time is it my friend
3: It's time for the serious side of the J Brown
1: Show Folks, it's been a pleasure to bring you what we do every Sunday morning. So, for Jerome Esprit, for uh, Kathleen Weans, for Mr. L.E.S., and for Johnny D., I'm J. Ralph. Can have a great work week and remember if it is Sunday. We're talking serious stuff. It is the serious side of the chamber.
0: You are listening to the TJRS Radio Network.